You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome to the Leaders Lab Podcast, where we unpack lessons from great leaders across all walks of life and turn them into actionable advice to help you on your own leadership journey. I'm your host, Ken Eslick. On the show today, we welcome back Coach Rich. Hi, Rich. How you doing? Hey, nice to see you again, Ken. Good to see you. Rich is a former European head of derivative structuring for J.P. Morgan Chase. He's an NLP trainer, senior trainer for Robbins Research International, and he is our own sort of Leaders Lab in-house coach and my personal coach. So good to have Rich back. Today, Rich and I are going to talk a little bit about some of the lessons we've had so far, by the way, just if you guys haven't seen them yet, and if you want to watch them in order, we've done the six human needs, we've done identity and blueprint, and now we're going to get into values and rules around our values. So Rich, take it away and, and yeah, let's have a chat about rules and values. So I think in this context, when we talk about values, you could use, you know, kind of a, a substitute word could also be be kind of core emotions or key emotions as well. So if you, you know, we keep talking about values, hopefully that'll make some sense to you. Now, this actually links really closely back to the human needs because human needs are values, right? So certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. It happens to be that the way human beings are wired that we generally have a very, very strong pull for meeting the needs of certainty, uncertainty, significance, and love and connection. What's wonderful about human beings is that we also have other things that drive us, that we want almost like targets, like we hit the target, things are good. So for example, when I started looking at my own values list or core emotions list, fun comes up all the time. I'm like, you know, okay, when am I feeling good about life? Yeah, well, I'm having fun. Yeah, love, love obviously being one of the six human needs, love is Showed up really important to me. And in the early podcasts that we did, contribution and growth are really important to me. But then there's others. There might be ones like commitment, or there might be loyalty, or there might be authenticity. Authenticity is very important to me. That's like me being me as consistently as I can. So you kind of got this own personalized target. And if you're hitting those emotions on a regular basis, those values on a regular basis, you're generally going to feel pretty good about life. It's going to be a good experience of life. And equally, if those targets are not being hit, then it can get pretty painful, to put it mildly. And then what's really intriguing, like we said in the Human Needs podcast, you know, different ones are more important for different people. Same with values, right? You know, love is top for me, fun's number two. So like, you know, I will do a lot of things that are would appear quite stupid to other people purely because in fact I'm having fun, and it wouldn't make sense if someone else didn't have fun high on their lift. So that's kind of an overview. That's the, the, that's what we call in the, in the Robert. So this is like an NLP technique, neuro linguistic programming technique. We call values elicitation, which is finding out what does your target look like, what, what's the most important, what's like in the, the inner part of the target. I feel like Tony's uh, brilliant at this. Yeah. Do you feel like like the human needs that so I'm seeing it the way you're describing it as a bit of an expansion yeah, yeah. of the human needs, right? Like it can encompass yes. some of if it could even encompass yeah. really all the human needs if you wanted it to, but yeah. also some other things, right? So like I know I've redone mm. my list lately and I, I love the feeling of feeling abundance, right? I don't just mean financial, I mean abundant in all areas of life, yeah. right? Like I like abundance in general. Yeah as a word. And so that kind of made my list. But like the human needs, like, I don't know if they're supposed to change over time, but mine do kind of depending on what I'm focused on, right? And so sometimes 
I'll even go like, you know, sometimes you'll develop a habit. So I'll go outside values here for a second. Now, meditation for me is something mm. I was tr trying to develop mm. as a habit. Mm. And I notice now it's a habit. Like, you know, we've gotten there. Mm. I've been doing it for months and, and I like it and it's no longer like a chore and I don't really have to remind myself to do it anymore. And so sometimes I'll look at a value that I want, Rich, and I'll elevate it if that makes sense. Because I'll go, yeah, yeah. you know... I need to spend more time on this. I need to bring more of this into my life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does totally. Yeah, and I think I think that can be at least twofold off the top of my head. So one of which is is an awareness that that thing is good for you, and so you think actually, if I give that more focus and as you said, elevate it up the list of importance, that's useful. And I think also sometimes we can. Yeah, just through peer group or just influences, we can see people that are clearly driven by certain values or emotions. You think, wow, do you know what? I really admire that person. Or it seems like that would be a really smart thing for me to bring more of that abundance being a great example, by the way. And so, yeah, they, def they definitely, definitely change. Sometimes, normally it's more of an evolution, but sometimes it can be really, you know, there can be a significant life event where the list can get radically changed because like, you know, suddenly, oh, well, I'll give you an example. So mine was, I don't know it because I didn't do it at the time, but you know, when I was a young man in banking stuff, you know, success would have been very high on my list. Recognition would have been high on my list. And then when I went through a really painful divorce, because basically I kind of lost myself trying to provide for the family, suddenly all that stuff just disappeared. And then it was like, love and connections so obviously spending time with my kids became more important contribution became more important you know kind of growth became more important i'm like do you know what i've been living a life by a certain set of values that it sort of worked but it was basically horrific so yeah, time for a shake life events will switch it as well yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like sometimes you guys yeah. gotta look at it and go well, am i happy here right now right am i in balance here right now and, yeah. and what can i shake up yeah and I was thinking about this too. So I know recently you released a lot of weight and I'm guessing mm. you did that because you prioritize health and fitness in your list of values, right? It was, it was a little dormant there for a while and you just pushed it up to the top yeah. and that changed everything. Yeah. yeah. And it was like healthy went up and then actually, actually, you know, kind of sort of self-love or, you know, just treasuring my body. I've used the word self-love when I use the, the value because like you need to have something where you can go, is that, does that feel like an emotion? I think it's really powerful. Mm -hmm. But that was like, hold on a minute. Do you know what? Actually, I need to, it's really important I look after myself because I've only got one of me and, you know, my kids have only got one of me and that suddenly this realization of like, I just left that, let that drift off the list. And like that's, well, I mean, there are certain, I don't ever want to recommend someone to have things high on their list, but if you don't have health or energy or that's hard, that's really hard. If you want to do lots of other things and you go, well, do you know what? I'll just kind of be mediocre or okay with healthy. There yeah. are consequences to that. Yeah. You just made the game much more difficult. So you need yeah, gas in the gas one. tank if you're going to, you know, keep yeah, going. There we go. One thing I was thinking about, because in the human needs episode, we both talked about how at the beginning we were both kind of laced with a certainty mm. and significance. Yeah. And I remember I went like, well, that's how I tested in, which was a reflection of where I was at that point, right? So first mm. seminar I went yeah. to, that's where I was. It was clear. But I could immediately change my values. I could go, well, that's where I've been, but that's not where I want to be. So mm. I was able to immediately go like, well, if... The things I value in the human needs area are, you know, love and connection. And then beyond that, maybe things like gratitude or abundance or whatever. I get to now 
if it's true to me and if I'm going to actually walk the talk, I can move these now to the top of my values. And by moving them to the top of my values and focusing on them and actually doing the work, then my human needs will eventually follow because I'll be, I'll be living the values of love. So someone wants to know how, how do I change my human value? How do I change my human needs? I would say, don't worry about your human needs. Your human needs will follow your values. They'll follow your behaviors. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll follow what yeah. you're actually doing day to day. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, now, so now my meat brains are meeting now going through the fact rules, which what I mentioned at, at the start values and rules is you've got to live the values. So if you, if you say that love is my number one thing, my number one value, and for a lot of people it is, me included, you have to live love on a daily basis. So you need to have rules that enables you to feel love. Now, this is where, you know, for me, as always, Tony Robbins has always taken things to another level. So he, he designed the whole program around this called Date with Destiny and designed the whole process around it. So without, you know, stealing his stuff. One of the concepts he took from NLP was when you have a rule to meet a value, so let's say it's love, it needs to be in your control and you need to have a lot of them. So you need like a buffet. So it's like, I can feel love anytime I give one of my members a family a hug or I ring someone I care about or I smile at someone or I, you know, look after my pet. Right. So you've got all these things that you can do and it's totally up to you whether you do it or not you're not waiting for anyone else and there's options so like you know for example if your friend's out and you can't ring them then okay you go and hang out and play with your dog for a bit but you're not waiting you know i'm not waiting for anyone to ring me i'm not waiting for someone to give me a hug i'm not waiting for someone to tell me that they love me it doesn't matter my rule is i tell someone that i love you or i care about you or i appreciate you or you just give them a look so make it easy so if it's your top value or you want it to be a top value, you just need to do those rules a lot. Right. And ideally, obviously, have those rules be very feel powerful as well. You know, we don't want to kind of just tick boxes and, oh, you know, grinned at someone, so I feel love now. Well, maybe you don't. Maybe that doesn't work. So you can't kind of BS yourself, really. It needs to be things that are in your control have a menu, but they've got to have impact on, on your soul. The order is important, obviously. Order of value is important because, you know, we have to know sometimes they might feel like they're a little bit in competition. So, I don't know, one of my examples might be I might have contribution very high up and I might have something similar to love, but it might be connection. And the connection might re relate to, say, family. And I might have an example where, you know, it's a member you know, one of my child's birthdays but I've been asked to do a talk about Be The Difference today in another part of the country. So I then have to be clear on which is higher, which is a higher value, and be comfortable with the fact that, therefore, I make the choice. So actually, so if that was the case for me, because contribution is higher than connection, I know in my soul that the work that I do is so important to me and so universally or God-led, whatever your beliefs are, that my kids would expect me to go and do that talk and then we would just sort out birthday meal drinks whatever at a different time and that right. that for me for me that is a clear decision now we then have some some things going to be situation specific was you know my son's 30 next year would i go and do a talk on my son's 30th i probably wouldn't right because 
because my son's 30th has a deeper meaning than just connection. There's actually probably a lot of love in there and love's above contribution. So it's just being aware of what are my values? What are my rules? What's the order? It's really useful to know the order because then it can resolve apparent conflict. Well, I think that self-assessment is really, I think, what you're talking about too, yeah. where you're just there we go. call a timeout. Where do I stand? How do I feel in this area? Where do I need to be paying attention? And that's an ongoing thing. And I, I think at the beginning, when I first started getting into this work, I sort of expect there, there to be a finish line, Rich, like, you know, oh, I'll just unpack this. You know, I just spent like 20 or 30 grand on seminars. I should be good, you know? And it's like, but the beauty of it is when growth rises to the top of your human needs list, then you're excited for what you're going to uncover next because it's the uncovering of things that makes life sweeter. It makes it better. So if it's already good and it's already gotten a lot better. And by the way, the Tony stuff that we talk about on here, yeah, these are like little tidbits. I mean, hopefully you guys will get mm. into some of these seminars. You know, this is, we're giving you kind of a orientation. If you want to learn more on this stuff, certainly go to Tony's seminars. You can also find him talking about the same stuff on YouTube. There's a lot of, so if you want to take a deeper dive on the human needs, just just Google human needs or YouTube human needs. And if you want to Google rules, if you want to Google values, all of mm. that, you'll you'll find in there. Same with identity, which we've covered as well. So, you know, so on the, there's two different kinds of values. One is the towards values, mm. right? Those are the ones we always want to mm try to bring into our yeah. lives. And like you were saying, I think we want to make them, I don't think you use the word easy, but I think we want to make them, we want to make them mean something, but also not super difficult to accomplish. So I think a lot of times yes. people have their head and their heart in the right place. Like where they're like, you know, I value love, you know, love is a value. And, and, and you say, great, what do you need to do to feel loved? And they'll go, well, mm -hmm. Every one of my kids has to say, I love you every single day. I can't have any conflict with my friends at all. Can't have that. Everything's got to be good at work because I love those people too. And I get, you know, they just have all these conditions upon their success uh, yeah. in this area. And it makes it so hard. Now, if it's as simple as I just wake up in the morning and I feel love and it's like, well, do you really like, you know, so you got to find something. And so maybe it's just like, Hey, you know what? Anytime one of my kids calls me and says, they don't have to say, I love you. If they just call me in a, in a loving way and talk to me, like, that's great. It doesn't have to be all my kids. It could just be one, right? Yes. And just as an example, or, mm. you know, I have a meaningful conversation with a friend of mine, or I just remember yeah. all the people in my life, in my life that mm. have helped me and support me and love me and are there for me all the time. Really, if I just think about that, I can feel love, right? And so we mm. can create this set of rules that that are real, but also Super easy to flip the switch versus again, and the reason this is so important is again, our brains are, you've heard me say it a billion times probably on this podcast, but our brains are not here really to watch over our fulfillment. I mean, that that's our soul's job. And this is what we're talking about is kind of lighten up your soul yeah. so that it takes control. Mm. Our brains won't look for that. Our brains will go to, well, everyone needs to call you. Well, this didn't happen today. Because again, our brains are more like about survival and certainty and things like that. So we have to kind of say, thanks, Brain, for doing your job, but let me bring some new ideas in. So let's talk a, a minute about away values. So there's towards values. That's mm. the stuff we want to feel all the time. There's yeah. away values, which are things we might feel if you're doing this for the first time. It might be emotions that you feel often that you would prefer not to feel. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about those a little bit, Rich. 
Yeah. So, so this is this. I find this area fascinating, actually. So, so in my opinion, like as human beings, we pretty much all give or take. We'll feel the we'll feel a spectrum of emotions. Like if I talked about away from values like you know loneliness or anger or resentment or frustration or rejection and these sort of things, I think there's a conversation to be had here, which is you might think that you don't ever want to feel those emotions, and I, I think that's crazy because. You know, we evolved those emotions as warning signals, as little, you know, alarms to go, something's off track here, dude, you know, to pay attention. What was not intended, I believe, was for those, for us to live in those emotions or to get consumed by those emotions or to feel inappropriate levels of those emotions. So you need the light and the dark. So you need a bit of resentment, you need a bit of anger, you need a bit of frustration, but you, what you don't want to do is live there. Right. So where I think things go wrong is sometimes people focus so much on them that they get them, even though they don't even realize they're focusing on them. So it's almost like, you know, you get uh, Tony tells a great story about yeah, kind of a car getting pulled, you know, going in a skid and getting pulled. You get pulled towards the lamppost or the wall because you're you're focusing on the thing you fear the most. So we can inadvertently get pulled towards these emotions that are not useful. And then coming back to rules is. So often where we screw up, we just briefly sort of touch back to towards and sorry towards ones and then come back to away. Often where we screwed up is we there can be a thing where we don't know what order our emotions are so or values are so we get conflicted. But often one of the biggest problem with towards values is we actually don't have rules that enable us to feel things easily. And then the opposite is true of the away one. So actually right. inadvertently we've created a whole raft a menu of rules where it's actually really easy to feel rejected or it's really easy to feel angry or it's really easy to feel isolated so actually the trick is first of all to say what i would like to avoid is inappropriate or consistent or debilitating levels of this away from emotion just recognize that some is probably healthy and then you need to create a whole load of hurdles or doors to go through for you to feel, you know, for me to experience consistent, inappropriate, debilitating levels of anger, I would need to forget that I can walk away and breathe, that often it's not, and that it's not about me, it's about the other person, and that six months down the line, this thing probably won't matter. And there's more important things to me in life than this thing, like my kids or my whatever. And, 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 and. I'm sorry, Rich, but I, I wanted to catch uh, this. So yeah. th when Rich keeps saying and, 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 it's like he's stacking. So the conditions needed to feel, consistently feel the negative emotion requires like, every time he says and, that's another condition. So it makes it very yes. hard to live there. And then on the positive Absolutely. side, we've got, no, it's just this, I could feel this or this or this, right? It, like, so on the positive side, we make it very easy to feel it on the negative side, make it very tough. Yeah, sorry for the interruption. Yeah. No, no, not at all. You, you nailed it, right? So that is it. So towards emotions, no conditions, easy, menu, away from stuff, lots of conditions, hurdles, obstacles, doors to go through. You know, it's, I always, with a inappropriate level of, a, of, a, of, a, of an away from emotion, let's say frustration, 
I always imagine myself gapping to go over this obstacle course and like, you know, assault course, wherever it is, and right. having to fight through all these things. Only then have I earned the right to, to wallow <laughs> yeah. or immerse or sit in this yeah. crappy emotion, which, you know, is that very much like, you know, it's, this is, this is, again, this is a bit of a, you know, societal thing. Obviously, got more reference to Western society, but, you know, we are trying to kind of train to, when we feel good about something, to go, oh, what's next? Oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. Great. What's next? Whereas that's really how we should treat away from emotions, which is, oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that feeling of anger. Or thank you for that feeling of loneliness. You just told me, unconscious brain, that I'm off track. Great. Now I can do something. Wow. They were not intended for us to immerse, wallow, and sit in. That's but they are point. useful. It's just that, yeah, we want to immerse in the good stuff and then just you know, touch the touch the other i love that reversal and, and thing you said that's such a good that is mm. yeah that is such a good way to look at it that we do we linger yeah. in our negative emotions right why didn't yeah. she call me why didn't this happen <laughs> oh yeah. i lost the money blah 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 like we sit yeah. in that forever yeah i'm gonna I, I like to use personal my own personal experiences sometimes on mm. here just so people can like get an idea so mm -hmm. i remember i had this identity that i would make a lot of money when i was young and that going back to my identity again, that the that the definition of success for me was pretty much money, right? I mean, it could be some other things, but money was the driver. I'm not saying this is good. It wasn't. But so I eventually lost that money because they didn't have like a good money mindset. As we got into the values and rules around this, I had, and I'll use the words that I used to use on myself. I had shame. It was my whole identity. And then I, in my mind, like just kind of invested poorly and pissed it away. Now. Yeah. What was really true was I did a pretty remarkable thing with, with Shannon. We did built a business in our 20s and sold it in our early 30s to a Fortune 500 company. And I could actually do wow. that again if I want to because I've got the same skill set, right? There was a lot of things I could have been telling myself. Like, yeah, yeah. wow, you're a unicorn. You don't even have a college education. You did this you know, mm. through your own blood, sweat, and tears, and you can do it again. But I wasn't saying all those things. I just kept saying like yeah. – Oh man, and I and I let myself feel grief. The only thing I had to do to feel grief was just remind myself of what happened, which I did every single day, right? And so yeah. that old saying, you know, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. You know, we're going to feel pain. We're mm. going to lose people in our yeah. lives. People are going to do us wrong sometimes, whatever. But this idea of sitting in it, this is really what we're talking about. It is, I don't want to say our option. I look at it as a responsibility. It's my responsibility mm. to not sit in suffering there's that is an inside yeah. job i have the tools around me people like rich people like my family people like the my own knowledge that i've learned you know through this journey to not suffer and the only way to get out of that is to change the rules that we have around this so awesome any mm -hmm. closing thoughts on on values and rules yeah i mean i think again like a bit like the other podcast we've done is like do you know what it's, it's your choice it can require work but you can move these things around you can change your values you can change your values order you can change the rules yeah just make sure that yeah i think the key that like on the next level of distinction is is making sure those rules are powerful you're not just kind of ticking boxes right um but powerful rules can be very easily accessible doesn't mean it's like you know a difficult thing to get it's just like just make sure it really moves you towards that emotion and then just keep adding to it and refining it i generally would say you kind of make your list you get get all your values in place you kind of just look at them i just generally just look at them just move them around so they feel like they're in the right order 
or write out the rules. And then I generally will run that for at least six months. I'll give it a proper go saying this, what feels like, well, coming back to blueprint again, this is really what feels like the right blueprint for me right now. Let me give it a proper run. Unless something feels massively off, then I'd give myself permission to change it. But yeah, I'll give it a run to six months. I come back and have another look. But you know, I've had values and rules run successfully for several years and not had to change them. But yeah, generally there will be a time when you'll, you'll feel the need just to move things around a little bit. Same here. I look at mine. I just redid mine recently. I, I give you guys some examples on, and sometimes you're a way value. It doesn't have to be, but if you want to get an idea, sometimes if you're a way values, a lot of times it's the complete opposite of your towards value. So to mm, me, yeah. I want to yeah. feel abundance. I don't want to feel poor in any area, mm, right? Nice. Or lacking yeah, in any that. area, right? Yeah, so yeah. for abundance, just to give you guys some examples here, in case mm. you want to try this on your own, abundance is mm. anytime I wake up and, and practice gratitude, reflect and appreciate on what I have, or remember all the people in my life and I name them all off, and remember that all oh, nice. everything I need is internal and is in me now. Yeah. The way I would feel poor, which is how I don't want to feel, is only if I were consistently forget that my world is full of abundance and I always have more than I need and I always find a way and this too shall pass. And on my worst days, I still have more than 98% of the people on the planet and I have so much to be grateful for, right? So that's just an example. Beautiful. Yeah, to get you yeah, guys going. Yeah. Again, we're giving you guys tastes of this stuff. You can learn more certainly online. Rich can definitely take you on a deep dive of this stuff too, as he does with me in our one-on-ones. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Coach Rich, thanks for being here. And we'll see you guys you. next week. Thank you in the Leaders Lab. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.